Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Wrestling. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center, on the web at PennStateHealth.org, and the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new with the old inn. Now, down to the mat, here is your announcer, Mike Boyer. back here to Exeter Senior High School for the 2023 Blue-White Duels from Exeter Senior High School. Stephen Roth, uh, Stephen R. Roth Gymnasium as the captain on the mat for the coin toss here. Uh, they flipped it. Exeter has won. They've taken the odd matches. Uh, we're going to start at 114 here. This should be Richie Orfield for the Eagles and Chase Sigel for the Whippets. Downingtown West comes in with a record of 6-2, 3-0 in the season. Brad Breeze is in his ninth season for the Whippets, 95 and 58. They are a District 1 AAA school. Uh, very good wrestling down that way. And uh, they wrestle the top teams in the Chester and uh, Montgomery Bucks County area. And so we've got Siegel and Orfield here at 114. We're underway. Richie Orfield took a forfeit in the first round uh, as part of the first three matches where the Eagles were forfeited to. Siegel's in with an underhook on the left side. Orfield backs himself out of it. They're head-to-head -head right now. Siegel's got a very uh, aggressive nature about him. He does, and I like underhook right to a high crotch. Siegel, and he gets the takedown. And you're right, Jerry. You, you can see that he's a very aggressive wrestler. Um, you know. Now, the thing is, he's a sophomore. So, you know, just a sophomore, but a very aggressive, um, you know, attack style. Worked well with his hands there. Got his opening, got his takedown. So we get a referee's position restart here. That should be a caution the way he started with his left foot. Uh, today's referee, uh, Jose Rosa, does a great job. Wrestles, uh, actually referees every level, Division I college through high school. Um, and it's nice to always have him here. Uh, you can see him on Friday nights on, on Big Ten Network refereeing or Patriot matches or Ivy League matches. Did the Columbia-Princeton match just the other night. That was on television, did a great job there. So Orfield and bottom down here. Trails 2-0. Siegel cranking the bar on the left side. Trying to work a half with the right hand. Got the bar on the left side as he lays on Orfield's right side. Now he climbs up over the body. He's going to see if he can run around the head. Ah, good job by Richie Orfield. A belly down there. Still trailing 2-0 after the initial takedown by Siegel. Oh, good job of spinning back into this bar arm here. Gets back to his base. Siegel runs a half nelson to the right hand. Keeps that bar to left arm. We're going to get potentially dangerous. He took it over top straight ahead. Potentially dangerous the way he ran it. Stoppage of the match. We're past the halfway point here in the first period. Exeter freshman Richie Orfield. Tries to work to his base. Siegel does a great job. Jerry, you were right. Very aggressive, very physical uh, is Siegel. Does a nice job here as we're under about... 15, 10 seconds left here in the first period. Throws the legs in, and it's just cranking here on Orfield. And that would make sense that he would get the, uh, the, the uh, what was the penalty you just? Uh, potentially dangerous. Potentially yeah. dangerous, potentially yeah. Dangerous, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, the, the kid, he, he's moving fast. He's, uh, it's like every move is like you, you can feel. You can feel it from over here. He puts his arm out to grab, and he's grabbing hard, man. You say it's a great salesman. You sell every move you got in the mat. He's a great salesman. Yep. So, Orfield has choice here in the, the first match. 
he selects uh, to defer. Siegel takes bottom. And we're underway here in the second period. Siegel sits out. Orfield tries to chase behind. Siegel turns the corner back to a single. Cuts to the double. Pops his head through. Gets out to the side and drives it over for the reversal. So reversal for Chase Siegel here at 114 pounds as he now leads 4-0 over Exeter freshman Richie Orfield. Orfield tries to work to his base. Siegel goes to a claw spiral ride. He's got a claw underneath the chin to the left shoulder of Orfield. Orfield now gets to his feet, gets the left arm trapped, the return to the mat. Potential for possibly a, a quick tilt, but Orfield buries his left elbow inside trying to prevent it. Now he's got to work forward. He's got to get his head up off the mat. But again, very physical is Siegel. He, he, he's an aggressive, attacking style wrestling. I like the way he wrestles. Controls the match. You know, now he has a leg on the right side. Now goes to a power half. Now tries to pull it back. Orfield's got a belly down here hard. Now he's got to get that hip down with the legs in. Get the hip down. Get both feet inside of it. Tried to pop up to a tripod. Tries to hip whip it down. Now he got it down. Now he's got a chance to scoot himself out here. He's got Siegel stuck on his backside. He's got to scoot his hips away here and turn in. Uh, can't do it as Siegel remains on top as they come back up top and bottom here. Siegel again keeps the leg in the left-hand side. Ride him hard here. And, the, and they're out of bounds right in front of the coach's bench uh, for the whippets. So 4-0. Orfield trails as we'll start bottom and referee's position here. And we're underway here. A few seconds remain here as Siegel goes for a tilt. Orfield doesn't let it. Ah, boy, had him down there for a second. Almost got Siegel, get him a defensive pin. Now Orfield's in trouble. He's got to get himself off. No back points, a one count. There's no back points. Oh, they're going to give him two back points there. Two near four for Siegel. It's now 6 nothing. Orfield's choice as he trails by six points going to the third period here. Orfield is battling, Mike. And, he is, and we saw that the other week, too. Orfield's a tough kid, does not give up. He's a hard fighter, um, does a great job. Again, li little outclass here in talent, but he's got a massive athleticism and the aggressiveness here of Siegel. So double on hook. Orfield tries to throw it through, blocked now. Siegel through on the hook. He tries to throw it through, fought off, and they, and they push themselves out of bounds here. We're neutral. About a minute 40 left here in the third period. Now, Orfield has to not give up a major here, okay? Shoots, keeps his arms behind him. He's got to get his chest up here. He's got his right arm caught. See who's going to get the takedown here. And so there's the major. So Orfield has to score now. Eight or more points on a victory is worth four points. Fifteen or more is worth five. And then the fall is worth six. So right now, Orfield is in a major situation. You don't want to give up bonus points especially the first match of the mat, or first bout of the match, and uh, cranking a hard half, Nelson. Power half is Siegel on the left side. Now a tough cross face here. Throws the legs in. Again, Richie's got to get himself up here. Got to get a point. Legs are in yet for Siegel. Trying to get himself out. Richie's got to get up to his knees. Get off his knees here. Bring his base up. There you go. Now keep working. Keep your knees off the mat. Now breaks himself back down. He's got to go forward with his knees off the mat. <coughs> now a bar comes in here. Siegel lets go of the legs. Now he's going to try and run the bar. 
Bar to the left arm, wrist trap with the right. Siegel on his right hip on the left side of Orfield, trying to pry the arm out. If he can get his wrist on his hip, he'll be able to turn him easier. Rich has got to get the hand down. Siegel trying like anything to turn him over here. Great job by Orfield yep. to fight this off. We're going to get another, hold on. We're going to get unsportsmanlike possibly. So there's the one point. Unsportsmanlike one point. That is a huge penalty point right now. He gives the escape now. So Orfield cannot get the takedown up here and he fights off the major. And he has no stalling calls. Just keep stalling, get yourself out of bounds. <coughs> so Orfield trails six to two. Don't give up a takedown right now. Oh, he gets the takedown right at the end of the match. And that takedown wow, will make it 10 to two. Major decision for Downingtown's Chase Siegel here at 114 pounds. Unfortunate there to give up the bonus points right there at the whistle on the takedown. And uh, I am joined now by Exeter Mat Club president and longtime Exeter wrestling enthusiast and supporter Mike Hodewanek. Mike, how are you? Pretty good. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great. We appreciate you sitting in here a little bit with us. Uh, Thank Mike, you. Mike, tell us a little bit about what the Mat Club does here at Exeter. Well, we support the sport of wrestling. Uh, we've recently added female wrestling at the junior high and the high school level. We've always had a few girls go up through elementary, junior high, and high school, but never a full team. So we are now hopefully going to go full speed with a junior high and a high school roster. And is the junior high girls program something that will be in the next year or two? Um, I guess once it gets sanctioned, and uh, right now there's no reason that junior high girls can't practice with high school girls. Okay, okay. So we're at 121 here. Ian Lubinow for the Eagles taking on, I'm not sure who they're putting out here for downtown. Uh, oh, this is, um, this is Levi Richmond. So Levi Richmond here at 121. Um, so Mike, as you, as you look at the roster this year for the high school team, obviously you know these guys better than anyone. Uh, we're just a year away, I think. Uh, we're, we're young, uh, heavy group of juniors as uh, Richmond gets a takedown here on Ian Lubinow. Uh, but we're about a year away. One senior in the lineup, we talked about, you know, the last match, there were six or seven seniors on the team against us. Um, what do you think Exeter has to do at this point to get us through and get us ready for next year as well? Yeah, the underclassmen are moving up. We're going to be strong. Um, the possible eighth and ninth graders that'll be moving up next year, there's a great, there's a great difference in weight, so that'll help fill some voids that we have going. So... I really think they're going to be strong next couple of years. There's the, the junior high this year is having a, a phenomenal year. And Coach Bush has done a good job the last few years with that junior high program. Very successful, both on an individual level for wrestlers and as a team. Um, as we are still halfway through the first period here, Lubinow on bottom against Richmond. Richmond working a tight waist near ankle, trying to turk that left leg. Lubinow's got to get that hand free across. He, again, Jerry, palms down. We talk about we don't want our palms down on the mat, and our palms are down on the mat. Yeah, I'm always telling the kids, stop making a fist. Yeah. Now, Lubinow gets to his feet, and they go out of bounds. You saw the palms up in the last match. Yeah, well, again, and, that, and that's where you need to be. You, your elbows are in, your palms are up. You can do a lot more things. If your palms are on the mat, your hands can't do anything. So we're back underway here after a referee start. Uh, 
halfway through the first period. It's 2-0. Levi Richmond over extras. Lean, Ian Lubenow. Richmond throws the leg in here on the right side. So this period will end up shortly here. It looks like it'll be 2-0 Richmond, and it'll be the uh, Downingtown Western's choice. Mike, as you look through the lineup here at Exeter, you know, we, we highlight guys like Mike Borja, Astro Morshaw, guys who have been in this program, uh, Joey Henderson, guys have been in this program their whole life, really. They started as elementary guys, uh, fully involved with it, and, and you can see how it's paying off. Uh, Michael's having a great season. Mm -hmm. Ashton, you know, if he can stay healthy the whole season, does a great job as well. Joey coming back from injury, still trying to get the rust off and get back into shape. But talk about those three. I always called them the triplets when they were freshmen because they've always been the same three weights in a row, and it's all three of them going. Correct. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're good workout partners. Uh, they're friends in, on, and off the mat. And that's what teams need to be successful is to feel like that family. Lumino has the cradle here yeah, locked up. He's deadly the with the that. He is deadly with it. He's got both legs behind it. He's got plenty of time. He's got to make sure he locks it up tight. No need to rush it this early in the second period. Get it tight to where you want it. Get your hip to hip here. He's got to come back and reset this. He's got to walk by the yep, butt. Yep, come back over here. Get your hip to hip here. Get his left hip to Richmond's right hip. Keep it locked, elbows tight, and then work it back across. Not he, he lost oh, it. He lost it. Let that elbow cut, out. Yep, he lost it right there, and there's the reversal for Richmond. Yeah, that elbow's big defense in so many moves. You get that elbow out, makes all the difference. Absolutely. You know, when you, you think about when you get to that critical position, lock your hands, pinch your elbows. You know, he didn't do it there. So Lubin now, now on his back fighting off uh, a leg against a, a, a claw right here. Richmond has the right leg in, claw across the body here. Holding three. Liam's gonna, Ian's gonna pull this off here. Belly down to capture it. See, he pulled it off and let go of the hand. If I'm gonna pull that hand off, I wanna keep that hand. Yes, As now, now Richmond goes to the half. Yep, now it's re-attacking to the half. It's tighter, deeper, much better pinning combination. As that half is now is going to the cross face on the, on the bar here. Good job by, come on in, come on in, keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, Just get your belly down, don't worry about getting a reversal. There you go, good job. Fights it, has a chance here to score. Got to step up here. Uh, keep coming, keep coming, there's one. Good job by Ian Lubin now to keep on wrestling. You know, gave up the near fall, didn't give up in the match though, kept fighting, got the escape there. Nice job, and now he trails seven to one. Actually, 6-1, I think it was 7-1, yeah. Three-point near fall, 7-1. And Richmond will take the top, uh, take neutral position here. But a good job there by Ian Lubinow to keep on wrestling through the match. Got some encouragement from Coach Oswald. And again, we're in that position now at 7-1. Ian's got a cross, single, trying to work through. Richmond crosses the body. Ian's got to step up here and cut now. Cut to the double, step up, lift. He's got a high crotch signal in between his legs. Take it down, now cut to the double. Ah, he got his hips down on the mat. He didn't stay in good position. Kind of got bullied down to the mat there. He's got to hold on for a stalemate now. Yeah, hold on for that stalemate. Yep, got to hold on for a stalemate. Ah, he broke the hands, there's oh, the two. Oh, gave the two. Yeah, unfortunately. So, another two points there for Richmond. 9-1 now. But yes, to build a successful team, you've got to have that family atmosphere. 
together inside the practice room, on the mats, out of season. Well, yeah. I, I think that's something that you, as, as the, the, the whole, you know, the hierarchy of how this program runs, has done a great job of, of making this a kindergarten through high school program, which we don't see often, especially in extra athletics. Everyone Correct. wants to have their own part, but you guys have done a great job with the Mad Club of saying, hey, everyone's involved. It is a family atmosphere. We don't just want you for four years in elementary school. We want you for 12. all the way through to high school. Yep. And so I think Exeter's done a great job with that. Um, you, you see the dividends. Most of the guys on that bench over there have come through the elementary, the junior high, and now the high school program. Correct. And it's uh, you're, you're a stronger, more powerful group of parents. Uh, come on, Ian. And Ian back here onto his Oh, he's got to fight through that. Fights off the back now. Short time left here in the period. And that'll end the match there. Three near fall points for Richmond. That'll make it 12 to one major decision. Back-to-back -back majors for the Whippets. This is now eight to nothing. Whippets over the Eagles as we go to 127 pounds. This will be Joey Henderson for the Eagles. And it should be Sienna uh, Landrum for the Whippets. And so, you know, Joey Henderson, you know, we talked about it, came back two weeks ago to Octorora, um, trying to just get the rust out, trying to get back into shape. Um, he's starting to make the, the, uh, the move into the season. He's hit a lot of tough kids the last couple matches. Yes. Tough weight class for him. Yeah. So here he is against uh, Sienna uh, Landrum. I believe she is a junior. Nope, she's a sophomore. Henderson in for the high single. Turns the corner and gets the takedown. Joey working the near side cradles. He puts his head in the ribs here. Locks up again. Pinch your elbows and set it. You don't got to rush it. Get both legs behind that leg. Up. Potentially, good call. Good call. Potentially dangerous. So Henderson will start on top in referee's position, leading 2 nothing. Most important thing is the safety, so that's good call. I've seen this young lady wrestle a number of times. She's a she's, good wrestler. She's, she's good. She's very athletic. She's got really good hips as far as her balance and stuff like that. Well, that's uh, girls, uh, girls are better athletes. And uh, the hips on the younger females, so elementary through junior high, their hips are so powerful. We, we turn male chest because that's where our power and strength is. Females... Uh, you got to isolate their hips. Like, look at this. I mean, who Seth, can do look, that? Look at her strength. She's, uh, a, she's in a she's in a full spread eagle split, fighting fight off a cradle. Off. And yep. he's not he's not wimpy. He's a strong yeah. little guy. Now Joey does turn her to her back here. Now again, he's got to get his bottom knee in the side, and he's got to kick that leg away. He's got to post his left leg on her knee and push it away. Half of me wants to stop it. I mean, how can you bend like that? <laughs> again, flexibility and uh. athleticism. Yeah, I, I, I was noticing he had her leg pulled oh. in an impossible angle. Almost right up to her head. And again, yeah. she's here again in a great split. And you see a lot of college kids who are able to do this in college wrestling. Heavyweights. Guys, guys will fight off, and they're so flexible at the college level. You know, they can do splits to fight off a single leg takedown out of bounds. Now Joey has her back in, in, in a cradle position. He's got the three near fall count. He's going to get his near fall, see if he can get the fall here. He climbs over the top now. Got the cradle locked oh, in. Oh, look at that leg. Oh, oh. Oh, oh man. Look at that. How the heck did 
Did you watch that? Yes. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was going to hurt late. That hurt me. Right? We need an ambulance for me. <laughs> so Joey's choice here to start the second. Leading 8 nothing. he will take I, bottom. You know, I think her flexibility is her bigger biggest oh, asset I, I against agree. him. I agree. Because I, I don't I, know how a boy could flex like I, that. I, I've seen her wrestle before, and she's, again, her flexibility. Triple jointed. Her hips, yeah. Joey quickly with the reversal mm. here. Puts Lundrum to her back. Gets too near fall on it. Again, he's going to work that cradle. Again, now he has it locked up. Again, if, I, if I'm Joey, I've tried this cradle three times. I got to pick I, another I, move. I, I got to pick another move, right? I got to go up body here. I got to go upper body, not to her hips. Look well, at the flexibility there. So the problem is, if he just does like a half and a one on one, and he just works the chest, her right. hips are so strong, she's going to roll through and get him. So, honestly, doing the cradle and isolating the hips. He's, he's racking points, so he's going to win. Might not get the pin. Well, he might get caught, too. Oh. As he gets himself in bad position nice. there. Throws the wizard. He's going to give up one. There's the escape. Now 12 to 1 on their feet. Ankle pick on the left side. Lifts it up. Now he's got to turk this. Oh. oh. Stepped through and missed it. Now upper body strength is going to pay off for him here. He's got to get his hips up. high hips. Got to get, yep, his, gotta hips get his hips up. Oh, oh, good call. Potentially good call. dangerous on the arm. Rose is pretty good at that. The official out there, he's... Yeah, we comment on how he does a great job at all levels, whether it's collegiate or high school. Again, good bluff there to set up a shot. Now bluff and go. So collar tie here for the wrestlers. Middle of the mat. Henderson shoots, blocked by Ludrum. Yeah, she is clearly in the varsity spot for a reason. She's Absolutely. just not out there filling a spot. She's, Absolutely. She's a wrestler. That's a great comment, Mike. I mean, there's a lot of teams that, hey, we don't have anybody. We'll take anybody we can get. She's she's not that case. And, again, I, I see a, a wrestler like this with the opportunity to go and wrestle in, in the, the female side of it, the college level. She'll be very successful. Oh, watch your back. Oh. <laughs> Woo. Henderson has the near side cradle on again. Now he's in good position. Oh. Now he's, nope, and that ends the period. Near fall three. Such so a tech fall right there. Yeah, she will go far in college. I hope she continues. He keeps putting her in this position where he's got one leg or the other, knee straight in her ear. I, I don't know how, how she can bend like that. So referee's position to start the third period here. Joey's got to go with some type of big move here. He's going to get a tech fall. I think a takedown will just end the match. So he's got to look something big here. Mm, double leg. Now, hey, he's a good wrestler. Half nice now, half and gentle. Uh, he's going to lose it Nice there. and gentle. That's going to end the match right yeah. there in the tech fall. So takedown for Henderson gives him the tech fall here in the third period. Again, we cannot see the clock, cannot give you the time. But it's 17 to 1, Henderson with the tech fall. And that makes it 8 to 5 as we go to 133 pounds. And Exeter's captain, Michael Borja, came in today with a record of 25 and 8, comes into this match 26 and 8. He is wrestling a senior, Nick Bornazel, 6 and 8 on the season coming in. So again, we've seen Michael, you know, pretty much his whole career. Uh, doing a great job. Again, we talked about that physicality in the first match, Jerry. Michael has that same physicality here. Mm -hmm. He's aggressive and physical. 
Brawl right to the high crotch single and gets the takedown. See, he's going to get a workout. Yep. Hasn't given the escape yet. There's the one escape. So, again, front headlock position, spins behind. He's going to let him right back up, I assume. Nope, he's going to ride him out looking to tilt, probably. Rolls the tilt through. He's going to catch that leg when he comes through the next time. Now he's going to let him up here. So there's the escape. Borhawk quickly right to the takedown. Now he's got a turk in the leg. Got to keep that turk and work. He's got a claw to the right hand, turk on the left leg, coming through. Elevate the leg. He's going to walk his right leg to the head now. Walk his right leg to the head. Now he gave up the turk. See if he lets him up right away. So again, tries for the same side tilt here. Going to roll through it here. Let's see, he's going to pull him across and roll him. Let's see. Nope, he's oh. going to give him the escape now. Okay. There's the escape. So Borja in on his, looking for his fourth takedown of the period. Nice little. Bornazel shoots, Borja counters and spins behind. Has his fourth takedown of the period. And working the wrist here, trying for the tilt. Gonna catch the leg. Now he's caught the, the wrong leg, but that's okay. I think he's gonna put, he should get points out of here. Yeah, he's got to catch the far leg, not the near leg when they roll through. No points there. Period's going to end 8-3. to three. This will be Downingtown West wrestler's choice. Bornazel, he defers. Boros going to probably take neutral or down. He's going to take neutral. 8-3 as we enter the second period here. So, Mike, talk a little bit about Michael Borja and the style of wrestling and what you've seen from him since he's come to high school. Well, tremendous on his feet. As you can see now, it's probably his favorite. Another takedown for him right now. Uh, he, he is good on his feet. Uh, all the coaches, you know, we, we, we emphasize on our feet, you know, and it's one of the positions you're guaranteed in wrestling is on your feet. So we, we try to make the kids good on their feet with takedowns and defense. And Michael's excelled at it. Yeah, he's going to come into that, that high crotch dump almost. But, you know, if he doesn't get it, he still gets that high crotch where he's got, he's got his main move and these guys' backup move to fall back on. So he's got a good arsenal. He, he likes to run the tilt. He does. I'm not a big tilt when the guy's laying flat. So I'd, I'd reprimand him for that. But. That's okay. But you need that space. You need that, that, that hips to come up so you yeah. have that space. Without the space, you can't get the tilt. So he gives the escape here. But again, as you said, he's on his feet here. And uh, again, a low single attempt here. You know, he, I mean, about he the can counter just wrestling defense. Here. He can shoot. He's, he's solid on his feet. It's tough to score when you're neutral with him. He's got to get his feet back on the mat here. Now he's got to get both ankles. Control the ankles here. Now elevate, elevate it. Yep. No, nope, he didn't do it. Now, oh, almost, nice hit. Almost like a switch hip there. A little hip heist action for the takedown. He, I mean, he's fast. He's got great mat awareness. Uh, he's, he's a product, and it, it's come along nicely for him. He's had some you know, great coaches, a coaching staff now, plus he gets extra help. Uh, Alex Kramer helped him for years. 
Again, Alex was very based in that tilt concept. Well, Alex is now, a, he, yeah. if, if you have a question about a tilt, you can ask Alex, and he's got six or seven tilts, and uh, he knows all the secrets. So that ends the third period. Borjas scoring four more points. He now leads 12-4. Neutral, of course. <laughs> and I'm not sure why the kid from Downtown took neutral here. Given up, he's he's done good on his feet the last. He's given up six takedowns. <laughs> I'm not sure neutral position I want to be in. So a little cross action single there. Not that Michael's just going to throw him by for the takedown. Oh, butt drag and yep. there he goes. Just takedown. So the seventh takedown of the match. Which again, I'm not sure why you take neutral in that position. Take top and try something. Michael runs a bar on the right side here, wrist trap on the left side. He's got to get that arm out. Switch hands here. Switch hands, catcher. Oh, uh, he's going to get the pin. There's the fall. So a nice job by Michael Borja, recording a fall here in the third period. Up big. He was up 14 to 4, but again, keeps working. And again, went away from the, the uh, tight ways, went, upper went up top there and got the fall. Ashton's up. So this will be Ashton Warshaw. And Ashton had a, a really nice takedown pin in the first match. Uh, this will put him against Kevin Bernhard. Bernhard comes in with a 14 and seven record into the day. So, you know, Ashton's, had, Ashton's another very good wrestler, stronger than he looks, uh, very good on his feet. Yes. Um, problems for him the last couple of years has been sickness and, and, health. and injuries yep. Yep. and health. Absolutely. We talked about that a little bit. We talked about it with Coach Oswald two weeks ago. You know, Ashton, Ashton's always been like a hard luck press guy, you know. Came back last year and gets injured in the room the last quarter of the season. It's in a front headlock position here, trying to circle around to He's the right, the step anchor. over. There's, oh, uh, oh nice right, hit. Go Merkel, there you go, takedown for Ashton. See now, when I go far side cradle, he should keep that elbow. That isolates, doesn't let that elbow pop. Makes a tighter cradle. Look at that cradle with the elbow. Oh, now Get his bottom knee out, there you go. Warshaw puts it to the back in the cradle. That is a nice cradle. Got to get his knee out from underneath. Yeah. Got to get that knee on the hip and the ribs there. And then push the other leg away on the inside part of the knee. But he's not getting out of that. No, but Ashton's got his knee underneath him too. Yeah, he's also elevating a little bit. That's good. I think every time he pushes, he rises up. And there's the fall. So back-to-back -back first period pins for Exeter's Ashton Warshaw here at 139. And Exeter now leads 17 to eight as we head to oh. 145 pounds. I have to make sure Cody's mom's coming. I'll be back okay. in a little bit. Hey, thanks for joining us. Feel free to join us again. So this will be Cody Manning at 145. You know, Jerry, people don't realize how much work Mike does for the program from top to bottom. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been the president of the Mac Club for years, uh, built an entire mat room over in the administration building, which the administration never thought was going to happen. Right. kind of threw it out there thinking it won't happen. I remember and, it. And uh, people were, were amazed that there was, you know, $60,000 four months later. But that's the wrestling community. So Manning against Barry. Barry in the takedown, Manning to his back. Mike, there was a lot of resistance to that from the administration. Oh, oh, I know, and it was ridiculous, you know. We, 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 you try and build programs, and you put them in a box. And you say, well, the box should be good enough for you. Mm -hmm. Well, the box is unsafe for all the kids here. Yeah. Um, 
So, okay, well, we'll give you this, but then, but then we're going to take it away and make it a food pantry so you can't use it. Even though you paid all this money and did all this work to refurbish it. And then we're going to paint it baby blue because that's Exeter's colors. A great job there by the administration. And then we're going to turn it into a, a COVID uh, inoculation center. Right. And so, again, you know, the administration says one thing and does the other thing. And, and, and wrestling, again, just gets pushed to the background. That was when I was on the school board, and we had the, the wrestling community come in, and there must have been 150 people who showed up. Absolutely. I was there. I remember. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, where, where are you? Yeah, absolutely. That would have been the first time I met you. No. <laughs> I don't think I met you that day. No. I, I was against all of you people at that point. So Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that going around where my name was. <laughs> and there's the fall <laughs> for Barry. First period fall against Cody Manning. And that'll make it 17-14. Well, my thought was we just, we're just we just looking for a little support here for wrestling. It would yeah. be nice once in a while. So so that'll take us to 152 pounds. Andrew Brown for the Whippets. Matt DePiro for the Eagles. You know, Matt had a tough first-round match. Um, and this is where the slide started last match. So, again, here we sit 17-14. You know, seven matches to go. How are we going to change? We talked about, you know, in the first match. Yep. What are the small things we need to do differently here to put ourselves in better position? One thing better. So, quickly in a single is Brown. Has leg up trips. Oh. He has to take down. So we're going to get locked hands here against Brown. One penalty point for DePiro. So, again, Matt's got to get himself back to his feet here. Get the escape. And, and then he's all tied up. Rolling forward. Matt's mom, Tasha, is at a uh, cheerleading exhibition or, or competition, and she said she would be listening. Okay, well, Matt's got himself to his feet. Brown lifts him up, returns him to the mat. Locked hands again against Brown. Good job by Matt DePiro here, working and getting the calls. So, again, if Matt gets himself to his feet now, I guarantee you Brown will cut him loose and turn him loose. He will not try and return him to the mat, okay? And, and, and Coach Breeze is not happy with what his wrestler's doing. Pretty much told him, if you lock your hands again, I'm gonna pull you off the mat. So to his feet. Surprise doesn't just cut him free here. You're gonna get hit with stalling soon. Stay in bounds, Matt. Matt stays on his feet. There's gotta be a stalling call at some point now. There's the stalling warning and there's the escape. So good job by Matt Tapiro. Working hard. Oh. And so now it's 3-2 and we've gotta see Matt go in the offense now. Matt keeps throwing his right hand out there and just, just kind of clipping him in the ear. So head to head tie here, ear to ear. Coach Oswald encouraging Matt to appear to get out of this tie up, work from space, get a shot here. I think Matt has a nice take there. He's just got to commit to it and go. Again, tap and go. There it is. Keep going, keep going. Nice job, Matt. Finish. Stay in bounds. Turns the corner. Nice job. Great job there by Matt DePiro. He used the head tap to set up the wrestler, took the shot and finished. He has the leg turked now, goes to the claw, puts him to his back. Has the reverse half in, now he's got to get off the body, walk towards the referee, walk to the head now, get off the body, keep circling to your right. There you go, Matt, good job. Just keep on circling. Now drive through here, get the pin. Come on, Matt. Just keep the reverse half. There's the fall. Wow. Nice job by Matt DePiro. And again, we, we, we talk about making that change from one match to the next. We didn't see that wrestler in the first match. Right. We didn't see that aggressive, that physicality there. Yep. So nice job there by Matthew Piero. 
takes it to 23-14 for the Eagles. We go to 160. Here comes junior Finn Strauss. Finn was another one of those freshmen that came up with Borja, Warshaw, and Henderson. Um, didn't wrestle all the matches, but certainly got the experience. So this will be Strauss here waiting for West to put a wrestler on the mat. Yeah, Matt definitely stepped it up there from uh, match number one. So it looks like Downingtown's going to a switch here. Young man in front of us, Jerry, he's going to go on the mat. He is not ready to wrestle in any no, way, shape, not. or form. So we're going to put a wrestler on the mat here. And let's see if we can find who this would be. I thought it would be Caleb Pate. But this might be if I can pick it up. Bevins, Frederick Bevins. Okay. Go ahead and find out. Bobby, Bobby, who is this? Who is this really? So they're bumping up a wrestler here to wrestle here against Finn Strauss. Finn quickly to the attack. Hard takedown right away there for Finn Strauss. Not sure who they said it was. Did he say Otto? I, I don't see. It. So Strauss with the near side cradle. Got it locked, and there's the fall. Nice job by Finn Strauss to get the pin. First period pin. So again, you know, the, the, the reversal of fortunes here, where this started to slide last match, where we gave up first period pins. Now, 52 and 60, we go out and get first period pins. So now we're at 172. This is Austin Cataldi for the Eagles. And again, we said, you know, this whole slot here did not go up. Let's see if Austin picks up his aggressiveness a little bit. Again, it appears right off the bat, a little more aggressive this match. Yep. It looks like they've made an adjustment, Mike. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they just challenged him and said, hey, what we saw the first match was not what we expect. Austin also a junior. So Ross in for the takedown for the Whippets. Ooh, guys a half deep. Turns Cataldi over. And there's the fall. So that'll make it 20 for the Whippets, 29 for the Eagles. <clears throat> we go to 189 pounds. And it looks like again. They're going to put another wrestler, not normally in their lineup, out here trying to secure it at the end. So this will be Cody Morgan for the Eagles. Originally in this spot, Quinn Rock wrestles, but I think they bump Rock out to move him up to 215 and move Mason Hale up to heavyweight. So this should be... Oh, I know what it was. Okay, so Morgan here in a tie-up. We're at 189 pounds. You want me to find out? This is probably Trevor Ross here, or Anno Von Helmberg. Right back. Jerry's going to run and find out, check the book for me here. Again, we're far from the table, can't see the clock. This is a match right now where Cody's just got to slow himself down, get in good position, work a good shot here. I don't believe this is a varsity wrestler for Downingtown. But again, Cody is giving up weight here. 
Not too much, though. Okay, so this is Trevor Ross here. Ross in on the single leg takedown. Has Cody up off the mat. Cody's fighting it. Got to keep the wizard, and there's the takedown. So. So, and they're out of bounds. So Ross has the first takedown, leads 2-0. So a bar arm comes in here and a restart on the left-hand side. Wrist trap for the right for Ross. Cody's got to look away from this. He's looking right into it. He's got to look away and get that hand on the mat. Work his hips back up. Ah, he can't look into it. That's going to turn him through on that bar. And, and Ross hasn't turned here. So Trevor Ross comes in here at 1-11 on the season. And, and leads right now 5-0 over Exeter's Cody Morgan. So he's got to get himself out of this bar position. Got to keep, yeah, he just keeps turning into it. And now he gets put to his back again. Got to clear his left arm here. Short time left in the first period. Now he's trying to work himself back up. Good job by Cody getting back to his base here. Three near fall points. And that'll end the period. Ross leads 5-0. So Downingtown's Ross takes neutral here, leading 5-0 to go to the second period. Cody's got to stay in good position here. Got his hands underneath him. He's kind of catching. Let's the guy shoot underneath him. And he sprawls. He's got to do something with his hands here. He's got to stay off his hip. There's the takedown for Ross. So he's just got to get his hands more active there. When the shot comes in, he just kind of put him on the wrestler's back. Instead of like posting the hips or posting the shoulder of the head, kind of just left, you know, left that space there. He's got to create space. So Ross works a half on the left-hand side. Wrist trap on the right. Cody gets back up to his base. Steps up with the inside leg. Now he's free. Now again, one-point escape for Cody Morgan. Trailing right now, 7-1. Got to be aggressive. He's got to go to the attack. Kind of just waiting and just, you know, counter-wrestling. Again, now a shot here by Ross. Cody's got to use that left hand to push away. He just has it on his belly. And Ross gets the takedown. Just not using his hands to defend himself. So now Ross leads it 9-1. to one. We've got three matches to go after this. 215, 285, and 107. As Cody gets himself back to his base here. Kind of blocked by the coaches on the bench here as the wrestlers are, are right in front of them. Ross working a bar arm here on the right side. Cody works back up to his base now. Building up to the base. Tight waist on the right arm here. And they're out of bounds. Cody got himself to his feet, just ran out of real estate. 
Ross gave him a little push as, they, as he walked back to the center. Did you see that? I did not see that. I, I, I people my way here. He gave Cody a little push further out as he walked back to the center. So we start here for the last few seconds here in the second period. And that'll end the period. Four points scored for Ross, giving him a 9-1 lead over Exeter's Cody Morgan. Cody's choice here. He stacks, selects bottom. He's got to work here to get himself into a position to get himself free. Russell entered the referee's position from the left-hand side. And Ross breaks Cody flat, working the left arm here. Wrist trap to the right-hand side. He's just going bar on the wrist trap, bars the left. Now Ross is trying to run it. Cody gets back up to his base. Good job there, getting the bar free. He's got to get his feet up, though. He's got to get his knees off the mat here. Can't just sit down. There he goes, steps up to his base. Ross drops down. Cody's got to keep going away. Don't go out of bounds. And they're out of bounds. So Cody can get to his feet. He's got to get to his feet. And he has to be more physical getting his foot free. He allowed Ross just to drop down to his legs and trip him back to the mat and cover. Still time here to score. It's 9-1. Again, major decision opportunity right now for um, the wrestler Trevor Ross here from Downingtown. Cody's got to eliminate that major decision with points. Restart, Ross breaks him flat. Working a half now to the left side. Tight with the right arm. Now he's going to a power half. Now he works a 2-1-1 on one underneath on the right side. Tight waist, far ankle, breaks him flat again. So he's got to make something happen here. As Ross goes back to the bar, I'm working hard here, trying to get points. Bar him with the left arm. Now he punches it through, does Ross for the whippet. Working a half on the right side. Bar at the left. Cody gets himself to his base, then go out of bounds. Ross sprints back to the middle of the mat. Cody walks back to join him there as he gets down in referee's position. This is the third different single I've seen of a downtown wrestler today. Got the all blue, we've got the blue and yellow, and this is the white, blue, and yellow. You're right. I, I didn't take note to it, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. I haven't seen this one yet before. So, closing seconds here, the third period. Cody gets to his feet. Ross lifts, returns him to the mat. And that'll end the match. So, no change there. Final score, 9-1 major. Takes teams who are 24 for the Whippets, 29 for the Eagles. Three matches remain. This will be 215 for the Eagles. Logan Wegman. Let's see. This is Quinn Rock. Quinn Rock for the Whippets. Rock down to a single, cuts to a double, lifts, turns, has the half Nelson in. 
He has it deep. Wegman fights hard. He's got a post his right hand on the mat, not push in. He pushes in, he puts his shoulder down on the mat, and that's what he did. So the pin here after the takedown for Rock. And so that makes it 30 to 29. Two matches remaining. And so this will be Mason Hale now for the Whippets. Mason Hale at 285 pounds against Josh List of the Eagles. Hale comes in with a record of 20 and six on the day. He won his first match, so he's 21 and six. So uphill climb here for the Eagles as they trail by a point with two matches to go. A pin here secures the win for the Whippets. A decision of any type keeps the Eagles in the match. So they shake hands, we're underway here. Hale looking for a headlock right off the bat, doesn't get it. And tie up here, ankle pick. Nice job by Hale getting the takedown. Works right up here to a half. So takedown for Hale. Working list here on top. Works a tight waist across, cross wrist ride. <laughs> cradle put on here by Hale. Trying to put List over. List fights the cradle, trying to keep himself parallel. Now he goes over. And there's the pin. And that all but seals the match for the Whippets. As that makes it 36-29 as we go to the last match here. 107 pounds for the Eagles. This will be Cole Foresight. And for the Whippets, this will be Braden Siegel. Siegel and Foresight here at 107 pounds. Last match tonight as the Whippets have secured the win here against the Eagles. Watching Siegel as he walked to the mat. This is an aggressive kid, Mike. Well, his brother was the other one you saw before. Yep. And so good practice partners. Probably get a lot of good matches that turn into fights between two brothers. <laughs> the natural ribbing. Exactly. Takedown for Siegel here. And you're right. Again, another physical young man. Foresight tries to come out through the legs now. Got a chance here. We got locked hands. Locked hands, one point for Foresight. I would have liked to have seen the official let that go. I thought Foresight was in a good position. Had a chance to score, maybe. Siegel on top as we start here. Referee's position in the first period. Perhaps he had a better view than us. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> so they're right on the edge here in front of the Exeter bench. Foresight working hard. Trying to work a Peterson roll here. Now he gets caught in a mousetrap going forward. And they're out of bounds. See if he gets too near fall here. He does. So Siegel gets too near fall. Takes a 4-1 lead. Thought there were two counts, so he wasn't sure. Foresight working, trying to get to his base. A roll through here. And Siegel catches him in a half as they come through the roll through.
Don't see any points being awarded yet. Now I see Nerfall coming. So there's a five count. Siegel has three near, near fall points being held here in this position. Can't really see a whole lot as the coaches are sitting right in our way. Direct line of the action right now. Oh, can you move? I'm going to go tap the coach on the shoulder and say, hey, do you mind just giving us a little room here? Dude, we're doing something important. Now, Forsythe looks like he might be in trouble. All I can see are hips and feet in the air. Time may run out shortly, though. Let's see what happens. Oh, never mind. There There's went. the fall. So Siegel gets the first period fall, and that'll end the match 42 hmm. to 29. So it doesn't go well for the Eagles there, unfortunately. Now, here's the case. Four to five last matches, pins against Again. Exeter in the first period. Yep, yep. So we just got to find wrestlers to fill those spots to, to, to do the things. But that'll end it here for the second round match. The Downingtown West Whippets 42, your Exeter Eagles 29. We'll be back with a recap of today's second round match right after this short break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. And we're back here at the conclusion of the second match here of round two of the Exeter Blue-White Duels at Exeter. Um, finishing up here with one more JV match. Um, but again, you know, we talk about getting off to a fast start and, and, and finishing strong. You know, and a, you know, great start, tremendous effort in between and, and a quality finish. We just, we're not seeing a quality finish right now. Uh, unfortunately, and we're giving up a lot of points. Uh, you go back to the last six matches of this match, you know, we got we got a pin our way, and then four pins in a major decision. It's tough to hold a lead when you're giving up 20 plus points in the last third of a match. And that's gotta be discouraging when you're going in with a, uh, with a lead and, and you give it up at the end like that. And that's twice that it happened already today. Yeah, you think about where we were for that first match. At one point, we led that match 33-6, to and we lost 33-42. Not another point after that. At one point, we led this match 29-14, to and we lost 42-29. to Wow. Yeah, and so unfortunately, it's just, it's just where we are right now as a program. Uh, I know Coach Oswald isn't happy about it, but they keep working hard, 
and, and they keep getting everyone in the room better. But we've got to find the ability to fight. Am I saying something untoward if I say that the upper weight classes are weak? Are not getting it done? Can uh, I say unfortunately, that? Well, we're, we're, we're young, but it, it's not that we're inexperienced. A lot of these guys have wrestled for many years. And again, I think that's probably one of the more discouraging things in talking to Coach Oswald in between matches. He was disappointed, not in the fact that they lost the match, but he was, he was disappointed they, they had gotten pinned with pretty much ease in those last six matches. And, and that's not the program he wants to put on the mat. 